the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. This is part two of my interview with singer-songwriter Andy Elise. So I'm going to invite you to jump in with me. If you missed part one, go to VeryBold.com, VeryBold.com, and you can catch the entire interview. Now, here's part two of my interview with Andy Elise. I uh, I wouldn't ask it if I didn't think you were going to have a great answer. So I'm very confident. I just want to approach it with the utmost humility. Um, I... I honestly think God has helped me and like, I do have that side of me. Honestly, I'm a pretty lighthearted, goofy person 90% of the time. And then then, like, those aren't opposites. You can be lighthearted and also like have, you know, my, my depth primarily what I was kind of saying earlier with this, this like a one side versus the other side. I know that some people are just listening, so I don't want to use too many visual aids. Oh, go for it. um, We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I guess like on, it's easy to just think of things really black and white and, oh, I'm, I'm, it's good to be a deep thinker when I'm writing music or when I am helping somebody or talk or listening, empathizing or praying. But then sometimes it feels like everything else it's overthinking. Yeah. um, I think that that's not true. I actually, I'm going to quote my preacher, my pastor, Shout and out. <laughs> that was I don't even remember. He's the first time he spoke, and I, I also recently started going to this church, so I don't remember his name. Okay, okay. He was talking about the story in scripture when Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Mm. And mm. I I think my church is one thing I love about it is they mostly taught on things I'm pretty familiar with, and I always like they go into context and yeah. they just talk about so many things I I would, would have not known because I didn't go to seminary and I don't I don't know these things. And so yeah, yeah. But basically, he was kind of saying, you know, Jesus says, you know, if, if I, you don't let me wash your feet, because Peter doesn't want to let him wash his feet. It's culturally, uh, a teacher wouldn't wouldn't wash his. It's something that only servants did in that in that context. And so yeah. it was pretty taboo, and would have probably considered would have been considered like shame bringing onto the washer. And um, Peter says, don't don't wash my feet. Yeah. And Jesus says, well, if you don't let me wash your feet, you don't have a share with me. Yeah. And then Peter says, oh, my gosh, wash everything. <laughs> Give me a bath. Um, oh, my gosh. I love your The spirit there. Yeah. The yeah. spirit, he's got the right spirit. But Jesus kind of is gentle in his correction and says, okay, it's not that it's not that serious. But basically, we were just going through that passage and how I think it just boils down to really viewing yourself, maybe not overcomplifying, maybe not complicating it too much and really just being like, this is what the pastor said. He said, the truest thing about you will always be beloved son or daughter of the king. Mm. The truest, he said the truest name you'll ever have. 
And I think when I think of myself in that context and other people, I can just settle into that. I don't think that you have to psychoanalyze why you respond to things certain ways. If you're, if you're going through something hard, specifically with mental health, it's just hard. And it it's not, I'm not yeah. an expert on it. I have had so many friends. You're not alone. And so unfortunately it's so common. And um, God has given us resources like counseling and medication to be able to, if you need to combat those things, he's given us community. Right. And I, I think that I have been challenged that it's okay if your anxiety is, is something you're on medication for. And is also maybe there's some spiritual warfare in it. There probably is. Right. And there's also probably right. some of your personality and there's also probably it, like, it's okay that it's, that's something that's difficult to be like, it's actually okay that this is super entangled. And right. yeah. And I think just because you, it, it doesn't mean that it's, there's not spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Also. I don't think we can over spiritualize yes, yeah. things. I think we can under spiritualize them. Um, sure. And it doesn't, you don't have to like talk about it in a super complex way. It's just God made us, God has let us know in scripture that there are like very present things right. happening out of this world. And right. um, yeah, I, I really just to answer your question, I think it's really just about just remembering what's true and also being okay with the fact that one of one of the songs I'm writing right now. Yeah, is, let's hear about it. Well, I'll just say the lyric because that's all really it is right now. Okay. It's like it says, like, fear melts as I sit with you, mm. feeling them back, but it doesn't name them truth. And oh, wait, 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 wait. Say that again. I can't write fast <laughs> enough. What is that, Andy? Fear. Fear may come back. Fear may uh, come back. Fear, fear melts as I sit with you. Fear melts as I sit with you. Ooh. Uh, feelings may come back. Mm. Feelings may come back. Yeah, but it doesn't name them truth. But it doesn't name them truth. Mm. Yeah. Um, Come on. Someday it'll be a song. I probably not soon. I I, I just sit with lyrics sometimes that are smaller. It's like, okay, right now it's just a prayer. I pray it over myself and other people. And the song right that I'm about to release has, was a prayer for, I think three years before I started writing it. I mean, like the lyrics were, and then I started writing it musically with some friends. And so um, I think just be encouraged. Like life is seasonal and if you're so, I think we're all really prone to like, be like, okay, I'm in a season of suffering. But then when God puts us in a season of joy, we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's like, point. yeah, like honestly, right now, I, I think God is bringing me into a, like, I'm writing, this is really the first time in my adult life that the primary place I've been writing from is rest and peace and joy. And mm. I think that's reflected in my song some, not that every song I've ever written is so dark, but they are like, more the early stages of healing maybe and now yeah. I'm, now i'm in the latter and it'll be cyclical other things will happen and i'll you know and so yeah. uh but i think just trusting god like has us where he has us for a reason and like whether your season is marked by suffering or joy it's like always going to be marked by christ first and foremost and so it's yeah, good yeah um but i also think it gives you know god does use all things for his good and right. Um, and for our good too. And that's something that to remember it's yes, it's for his good and his glory, but he's also named us as sons and daughters and like intimately cares about us and yeah. it's for our good too. Yeah. Also something it can be easy to just be like, Oh, it's just this completely, it's this plan. I'll never understand. And I'm just, 
a little person down here. Yeah. And it's not like God is the creator of all things. And also Holy Spirit is our closest friend. That's and right. So, crazy, but they're both true. <laughs> so, I yeah. love it. All right. I want two more things because we're going to talk about your new song in the secret room. Um, first, just, I'm going to allow you just to make any kind of thing you feel about sharing about like how you handle spiritual warfare. If you feel like you're under, you know, some sort of attack or the lies of the enemy, can mm-hmm. we just ask you to talk about that for a minute before we talk about in the secret room? Mm, for sure. Yeah. I work at a nonprofit that I think it's called the source for women. And basically it exists to, it's a, it's a whole person, full service um, clinic that exists to uh, serve and care for women with really excellent high quality care. So a lot of the women that we're seeing are um, dealing with um, unplanned pregnancies. And Mm. I guess that might be a trigger warning. I won't go into too much detail, but they're just dealing with honestly a lot of trauma a lot of the time. Yeah. And we're meeting them with medical care, with education. Um, I think a lot of grace and yeah. the smart organization. And I, you should, if you're curious about it, go to www.source.org. <laughs> I really think, I think very highly of it. The reason yeah. I'm working there, I actually heard about it on a podcast in college yeah. and happened upon an application wow. and, um, wanted to work in this city and nonprofit or a church wanted to work in ministry. And so it's not a random job. It's something I genuinely, I think they're doing the work they're called to in a very smart way, in a very efficient way and in a very kind way. And so I like that. uh, But Smart, efficient, kind. That's really cool. Well, yeah. And I I think that um, the staff is under, I don't do client facing care. Um, I do donor donor relations. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so much spiritual warfare. I do not think Satan does not want us to be there or doing what right. we're doing or right. speaking truth into lies. And yeah. um, we're actually having a clinic dedication. We have a new space. And um, I spent uh, last week, like finding scripture and prayer to putting over each room and each servant. There's like a counseling room, there's a case management room, there's an ultrasound room. Um, there's a resources room. Like there's just, there's there's wow. a lot of rooms yeah. and um, yeah, I, I feel um, as far as dealing with spiritual warfare, I think it's always happening. Right. Uh, it works in many ways and I don't, it's not maybe as common in, in Western, maybe in Western Christianity to um, maybe experience it as tangibly, you know, you, you have friends that go on mission trips and are in other areas where it just, it is different. Right. Um, but I, I think that if Satan is working through temptation or distraction, it doesn't mean that he's not working. Right. It's a lot easier. And you can read the screw tape letters talks about this. Yeah. Um, great book. C.S. Lewis. Great guy. Yeah, I know. You're a big C.S. Lewis fan. I am. I think he's great. He is I great. Yeah. yeah, I think the first way to deal with spiritual warfare is to be aware of it. Yeah. And whenever again, I'm just gonna visualize things whenever I think about them. Yeah. But I kind of, I think of myself and I think of like, you know, darkness being around me. And then I remember that the indwelling God lives within me. And it's good. Like Jesus says, like, get behind me, Satan. Right. And I can say that too. Yeah. That's really scary to say out loud, but it's true. And and we do have a very present help in need. And we we are like protected and it says we're marked and we're sealed by the spirit. So I think honestly, in, in this particular season, 
I've, I've just been able to, I think we can just praying for each other more. I've been yeah. really good of that instead of just saying, you know, I'll like uh, talking to a friend the other day. And um, instead of trying to offer my own advice or my own interpretation, I was just like, do you want to just pray about it? Yeah. That, honestly, one of the best things that we can do for people. Um, yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't have, I don't have advice to give a lot of the times, like everyone's circumstances are different and I don't always know what to say. And yeah. Um, and then God gives you a prophetic word and you know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and even just, uh, and I wouldn't say that I'm, I don't really know if I would call myself, I think prayers are something we're called to do as believers. And, um, I think for me, I'm at, by no means an expert on spiritual warfare. Um, all I know is that it's happening and yeah. we have the Holy spirit and we have community and we have what we need to, um, yeah be empowered in Christ against it. Yeah. And so yeah. that's all I really know. That's, that's good. Good. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I just wanted you to share on that. I love it. That's perfect. All right. Um, let's talk about your new song coming out in yeah. the secret room. What can you tell us about this? Let's walk, walk us through it. Yeah. Um, I love this song. It's good. the beginning of, uh, I have like a handful of songs I'm working on. I'd love, I'd like for them to be an album at some point. I feel like a lot, like stylistically, lyrically, this is the sound I'm going for. Maybe a little more upbeat, a little less upbeat, depending on, but just generally I think of the like really acoustic stuff when I was younger. Yeah. That was the resources that were available to me. Right. And right. We're getting to work with my producer, John. I'm going to send this to him. I, he's a great producer and great friend. Yeah. Um, he has helped like my, my last few songs have been more produced and there's more. And I think I'm like, I want them to be a little bit more stripped. That's a little more authentic to me. Um, but my Mackenzie actually, she's so great. And she always encouraged me in, in songwriting and she's much more musically as far as like instruments go. She's yeah. leaps and bounds leaps. And I'm not trained at all. I okay. have no training. She is, um, I've learned, I'm training from her, but like when I was yeah. a kid, I, I had very minimal, she's, she's super technical and, and very, we, we, when I worked at Redeemer, we wrote, um, the album still worthy with our worship team there. So I yeah. did write corporate worship music and that, that was also really fun. Um, but she and I write well together because we have such different strengths, but cool. she, she told me like, you should do a song with just electric guitar. And I said, well, I suck at electric guitar. <laughs> I do it. You're going to have to play it for me. And, um, and I told her, I was like, yeah, like, I really want you to, I want you to be on it. Cool. And, um, you know, she's quick to be like, uh, there's a guy named Brian that's, um, done like drums and guitar for me in the past. She's like, you should have Brian do it. I was like, no, I want, cool. it's, a, it's special to me to have you on it. Like, I want you to be on it. Yeah. And, um, so the song musically, this just electric guitar. And then I, I added some keyboards here and there. Um, I did add some keyboards and there's a little bit of like pad and synth, but yeah. mostly just, there's this little groove lead line she plays. And I did do, I did lay down some chords. Um, I wrote the lyrics started out as a prayer. I think when I was like 19, there's probably been a few different times over the years where I've worked on it. I've been like, it's done. It's perfect. <laughs> and then I go back and it's like, it's, it's seven pages long or it's like, it's one yeah. page long and definitely like got I asked McKinsey about you know to read the drafts and um ended up rewriting the bridge and that's what put it all together and cool. the song is just about my favorite 
it's really, I wanted to talk about abiding. The reason I'm releasing it now, because I think the song kind of walks through like, it's an early morning, turning my music off. I'm sitting with the Lord. I, I've got my coffee and I, I ask to hear you. Mm. And as I'm reading your word, I, I'm receiving like, Hey, I'm always with you. And, yeah. but it's, and it's, uh, I want it to exude like peace and rest and a little bit of grooviness. <laughs> and the, the bridge is a little bit, it builds a little bit. It kind of talks about, I don't want to give too much of it away, but um, yeah. it, it's like, ah, I'll just say it. It says to go back home, draw the curtains, close the door outside. They shout my praise and faults. I choose to know you more to know you Lord and count the rest as loss. I've traveled down roads high and low, but you meet me at the cross. Oh, come on. Yeah. And, um, that's what I've like been praying to myself and kind of just not creating as much from a place of needing to impress or needing it to like be my full-time job or, or needing yeah. um, to be at a certain level creatively. Cause I think I could kind of bog down with comparison and, and not having as many connections or resources and just wondering, God, like, what do you want me to do? And I think he's just, I'm still, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm still wrestling with that sometimes, but I think sure. he's also saying, I want you to like be with me and to create. And, um, and so I hope really what I want people, I showed it to my friend. I talked about, I showed her, I saw her again. We just, we just, I guess we just worked from this coffee shop a lot, but yeah. I saw her and I was like, I would love for you to listen to it. She said, like, I just, you know, I would, I forgot I was listening to your song. Cause she was already listening to like Christian music while she was working. And yeah. that's kind of the music I'm trying to make. I'm not like a rock and roll gal most of the time. <laughs> coming, but usually it's more, I want people to be able to like be on a road trip or be working from a coffee shop and listening to my music and like hearing truth yeah. and it to be peaceful. Um, so I think it's really, this is a start of a musical time where it's just more joyful and it's more, um, I, I hope that people can, and if they can't, that's okay. It, honestly, a lot of this might just be more in my head um, and more for me, yeah. but I hope that people can feel and tangibly experience that it's written from a place of like rest and joy and yeah. hopefulness. And um, yeah, I think abiding is probably, you know, I heard that word so many times. I think I forgot what it meant. It's just such a Christian youth and it's for sure biblical, but it's right, just, a, right. you hear it a lot. You just hear a lot. And yeah. The reason I waited so long is because that theme of like coming home kind of, that doesn't, the song doesn't even say that. Wait, yes, <laughs> that's to come back home. I don't, it does say that. Okay. Um, that idea of like coming home and just being with the Lord. I wasn't really, when I was first writing it years ago, I kind of felt that way. Yeah. And I just, I kind of like longed for that again. And I just, mm. I mean, I was, you know, for sure spending time with God and, and definitely abiding, but I don't think that I felt in the place the song was talking about because yeah just because god tells me or like speaks to me and i write music about it it doesn't mean that i'm practically living it out like i fall short a lot and gotcha. um, it's uh i definitely strive to but um i did want to wait until i felt a little bit more more confident in in the song yeah. and so i think lyrically melodically stylistically the song is hopefully a breath of peace to people. I and, love that. Um, that's what I want it to be. I uh, described it a little descriptor when you send it to Spotify. I said, gentle with a little bit of groove. I so, like that. <laughs> I like that. That's great, man. That sounds like yeah. a t-shirt right there. Yeah, maybe. I'm writing that down. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. 
That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd buy that T-shirt. I would buy that T-shirt. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, um, I've taken enough of your evening, but anything else you just want to say or um, even just helping us find you on social media? I know Samantha's want to make sure she finds you. Uh, Where can people find you on social media? I have an Instagram that's primarily, as far as social media goes right now, what I'm mostly using. And Love it's it. Andy, A-N-D-I-E underscore Elise, E-L-I-S-E. I do have a website that's just andyelisemusic.com that has PDFs of my lyrics. Um, I do do um, primarily bookings. I've done wedding musicians and I do contracts sometimes for worship. So if they want to contact me for that, that would probably be, or honestly, you can just DM me. I mean... It's whatever is most convenient. I'll see them both. And um, then on Spotify, I'm on all streaming platforms. My Spotify is just Andy Elise. I more of a spot. I I use Spotify personally. And um, so that's what I tend to. I need to be better about the Apple Music people, though. Oh, (laughs) I mean, Spotify, though. Yeah, it is kind of where it's at, right? I think so. But. I don't know. There's some haters out there. So, okay. Okay. They're both great. They're both great. They're both uh, great. Okay. But yeah. Those would be where you can listen. And um, yeah, I have a decent amount of music out and um, yeah, I would love if, if, you know, anyone listening would want to listen. I would love yeah. for them to, I want to share my music with people and yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. So that's great. And Spotify, <laughs> I mean, some of your songs, uh, I, and I should remember the titles. I was just catching up with them again, but I mean, one of your songs has, I mean, hundreds of thousands of yes. uh, streams. That was the first song I ever released as a, there are, I have some oh, very old high school, like folk stuff somewhere out there. It's not on Spotify. Please don't look it up. It's not good. <laughs> um, but, uh, that was my first, like, Christian song I released and I had zero fault like literally the first thing I had zero followers I didn't promote it at all wow I'm not the best at promotion I need to get better at that but um it it got play it got it got playlisted at like the top of new Friday Christian and um from there it got put on a few other basically like when you get put on bigger playlists usually you'll also get put on other bigger playlists and I did get landed on like a permanent Spotify playlist called Good People, Good Music. So that's primarily where the streams come from. Um, that song has moved in ways. I I mean, I was sick of it when it came out. And I had <laughs> so much time on it. Yeah, and uh, right. when I was 19, my guitar is like out of, it's just my guitar and me. Yeah. It's like, so angsty. And um, I still, and I still love, love it. But yeah. lots of people reached out to me from, there was a gal from Canada I ended up like, I actually have gotten to speak with her on Zoom, but she got a tattoo that says, this is no burial, which is so cool. (laughs) um, So yeah, that's, um, it's easy. Yes. It's, there are some, you know, less popular ones that I've, you know, I I love that song, but I do have some less popular ones that um, I've written more recently. I like to think I've improved. Yeah, um, I, I know you have, of course, but I mean, so, a lot of the other ones that, you know, are listed on your Spotify, we're talking about 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 streams like that. I'm sorry. That's nothing to like, I mean, that's huge. Yeah, it's very, it's all the Lord. And I know yeah. that people would say that, but I have done, I don't, I just don't have, um, I don't have a lot of the resources. I'm not great at social media as far as like, I think that 
my song isn't my songs are usually more contemplative so they're not as um like danceable i guess i mean i think some of them were some of these upcoming ones i think could totally sweet but, uh, yeah i think it's just um the lord has just put the songs where he wants them to be yeah. and hopefully he will continue to do that yeah uh, but yeah it's pretty crazy to think about sometimes especially yeah i just would have never thought would have never i was so naive and like new to, to music that song was crazy that was crazy yeah but pretty cool though pretty cool yeah i love it all right the new song coming uh what was the date again november 10th november 10th so be sure to follow andy underscore elise is that the instagram yeah. one okay yeah. or spotify you can probably pre-save or whatever you it can. is the pre-save link is in my um instagram uh, profile and if you just want to follow me on spotify that would also be great that would, or or apple music um, of course don't <laughs> hey apple music's awesome let's it is uh yeah <laughs> let's not forget well yeah. andy um it is great catching up and talking about just some different things that god is doing and god is showing you and it's great talking about your music as well um it's also fun this is our third interview but our first time to have face-to-face through uh video so that's been a lot of fun too um i listened back to the other interviews i was like man she's a great interview and and they were just really enjoyable, <laughs> but you know, yeah. on the phone, you don't get that. You don't get the extra. Vision. All my little quirks, yeah. <laughs> All your little quirks. I wouldn't say that. So, Andy, we're um, really excited. I'm excited to hear in the secret room and these other songs that God has put on your heart that you guys, you and God, are co-creating, co-writing. Um, and it's fun just to think in terms of like a little bit of groove and and all that stuff. That's gonna be fun. So, um, that's. Andy Elise, and we are grateful and looking forward to catching up with you next time. So, Andy, just great job. Thank you so much. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.